Welcome back to another edition of Everything Fast Pitch, sponsored by Fast Pitch Prep. We've been away for a couple of weeks, but we're ready to get back into the swing of things. We've got a great show on on tap for you today. Coach Don and I have several very interesting things that we would love to share with you and to talk about. So we're going to start off with our shout-out section where we're going to talk about our player of the week, a young player from here in the Atlanta area named Kim Johnson. That leads us into our topic for the week, which is whether you're going to be a spectator or a participant as a softball player. And then we're going to finish up with our coaching tip of the week. So, Don, let's start off with our shout-out to our player of the week. Um, Give everybody a little background story. Kinley Johnson is a sweet nine-year-old kid who uh, about a year and a half ago found out uh, the most terrible news that I think anybody can find out. I think her family was hit with the most terrible news that any family can have to deal with when you find out that your um, active, dynamic youngster has been stricken with cancer. And Kinley was diagnosed on November 3rd of 2017 with stage 5 medulla blastoma brain cancer. So all I know for sure is it was a life-threatening and very, very scary uh, realization that she was facing such a terrible disease. And uh, Kinley was... in the hospital almost immediately, had surgery almost immediately, and then has since been on the long battle with cancer and fighting her way back. And uh, um, I've had a chance to get to know her a little bit, and we're recognizing her as our player of the week um, because I think her story is so empowering and so positive that uh, I think it's important for us to share it and talk about it, even though her return to the softball field is somewhere off in the future. Um, the impact that she's having on the softball world, I think, is, is ongoing and is, is powerful. Yeah, Tori, anytime, anytime we hear, uh, you know, stories of these young people or anyone for that matter, but especially this young that uh, is stricken with something that challenging, it, it just tugs at my heart for sure. And, um, you know, for the family, for the young lady, Kinley, um, you know, I can only hope and pray that she continues to get better and uh, stays well and that the experience that she has uh, being around you know all these good people in softball um can be a blessing for her as well and um i'm excited when when we get a chance to uh share that stuff with others too right well so there's a lot of good news and there's still some challenges in in kinley's story the good news is that on june 22nd uh she was told she's cancer free that's awesome which is an amazing thing the treatment uh has definitely set her back you know she's uh um, got a long road ahead of her to get her strength back and to to get back to being the the uh, player that uh, she wants to be and that I think she will again be someday out on the softball field. But it's been an amazing thing to see the softball community rally behind her. So Kinley uh, plays for an Atlanta Premier team, which is sponsored by and coached by her dad. So she's part of the AP Johnson 09 team. But in a lot of ways, as I said in a blog that we wrote, um, I think she's indicative and, and, and really a kid who's a member of every team you know everywhere because of sure. her story and so you know the the long story is that uh, um the family has faced tremendous hardship obviously um their their world came to a screeching halt when they found out that kinley was so sick 
and mom, dad, and everyone had to pretty much put their lives on hold uh, while they tended to her needs and, and took care of getting her back on the road to recovery. So the great news is that uh, she's cancer-free and, and you know has kicked cancer's butt. But um, there's some things that we want to do, and I think that uh, all of our listeners can help us do. We wrote a blog um, that was posted on the website last Sunday, which um, has gotten some pretty good traction so far. Um, we've done a couple of social media posts, which have gotten some pretty good traction so far. And uh, there's been a GoFundMe account created for the Johnson family. Originally, it started off as the idea of let's raise some money so that they can have have Christmas. Um, Mom recently lost her job. The company that she worked with uh, just basically ran out of uh, patience for her situation. Uh, you know, and, and obviously her priority was taking care of Kinley and, and made that you know her her mission. Um, so um, so the family's just got some financial issues and some financial hardship facing them, and so we wanted to get involved. So the GoFundMe page was started by Deanna Smith, who's the mom of uh, one of the players who plays on the uh, Atlanta Vipers team that's coached by John Stewart. And they started the GoFundMe age with the idea of let's give them some money for Christmas. Well, here's my challenge to the softball community. We can do a lot more. And I think it's important that everybody who listens to this take a second, look at the blog, and again, get familiar with her story. And after you do, I challenge everybody to make a donation. It was heartwarming for me. I felt great hitting send when I made a donation Sunday morning. And I think it's an opportunity for all of us to do something for this fast-pitch family that really needs some help. And you know, there's a cheer I hear all the time out at the ballpark especially being around the young kids about, you know, let's do something crazy, do something crazy. Well, here's my crazy idea. Let's give them the best Christmas they've ever had, but let's go above and beyond that. If everybody who listens to this podcast would donate $5 or $10 or $100, we can pay off their medical bills. We can create a college fund. We can already, I'm sure, have raised enough money to give them a great Christmas. But why should we stop there? And the reason that I think it's important is that uh, you never know when it could be you, you know, and uh, being a parent and, uh, you know, having faced loss, you know how important life is and how, how, how special it is. And so, you know, Kinley's won the first phase of this fight. So now I think it's up to the rest of us to tag in and do what we can. So um, if you've seen the, the social media post, share it with your friends, softball community. Let's get behind this thing. Share it, share it, and share it again. Every time you get a chance to let somebody know about Kinley and, and her situation, um, I think you can do something positive to help this family. I'm going to challenge everybody to make a donation. And it doesn't matter to me whether it's $2, $5, $10, just whatever you can do to help this family and to help this young kid. Because after you look at this blog and you see the face and you see the smile and you see what uh, uh, kind of an impact she's having on people around her, I think you want to get involved. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And uh, like you said, Tori, if we can and reach out to more softball folks, um, the difference could be huge. So Hopefully we can all do that. Right. And so it's uh, GoFundMe. Uh, the uh, link is HTTPS backslash backslash www.gofundme.com slash 648 
163C. But I'm sure if you go to GoFundMe and search for Kinley Johnson, it's K-I-N-L-E-E, Johnson, just like it sounds, um, you won't have any trouble at all finding her. Um, and there was kind of an interesting sidelight to this whole thing, uh, which is also part of the blog. Um, last Saturday, there was a little 10U tournament going on in McDonough, Georgia, where uh, uh, there were five 10U teams. Uh, the uh, Vipers team that uh, John coaches and I help with uh, was one of the teams that was playing. And Kinley was a special guest. We invited her. Everybody invited her to come out and, and share some time and be around the kids. And so she threw out the first pitch um, to the first game of the tournament, and, and everybody was very excited. But one of the things that uh, um, I think is uh, is kind of a heartwarming sidelight, um, somehow word got out that uh, Kinley had always wanted to have a miniature pig for a pet. That's awesome. Now... I don't think it's the typical household pet. I don't think everybody in America has got a pet pig. Um, But uh, John did some uh, detective work and uh, ran one down and was able to um, uh, get this little miniature pig. And uh, that was part of what was, uh, you know, made the day special. You know, Kinley was uh, very excited. You know, there's a picture of her when she finally figures out that this pig is really her pet and she gets to take it home with her. Um, But it was great to see so many people um, getting behind um, a young player that's faced some hardship she's you know uh, a warrior in every way you can think of that word you know to face the something opponent that life can throw at you because we all know cancer is a bitch i mean there's just no nice way to say it um and to face that challenge and and to beat it back with you know her faith and and the love and faith of her family that's yeah, a cool story so softball people get off your wallets Make a donation. Five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, a dollar, whatever you can afford. Please make a donation to Kinley Johnson on GoFundMe, and uh, we'll see if we can't uh, not only make her happier at uh, the holidays, but let's see if we can't do something crazy and and set this family uh, back on a on a strong financial path and and take care of them uh, in the short term and in the long term. I think that's awesome. So, um, so that's our shout out, Kinley Johnson. Congratulations, you are the player of the week, um, but probably a little bit more too. So, um, our topic this week, something that Don and I have had an ongoing conversation about, is on the softball field we see players who seem to be struggling with a with a question: Do they want to be participants or do they want to be spectators? And I'm not talking about do they want to sit in the dugout and be on the bench and never play spectator. I'm talking about the attitude that they play with and the way that they play the game. So, Don, what do you think about this idea of spectator or participant? No, Tori, that's something that uh, you know I'll often ask as a little bit of a quiz each day when we get together with our uh, students. Um, you know, try and find out how their how their week went, how their last few games went, and you know, I'll always look over at the, the mom or dad or coach and uh, ask if they were really aggressive with their at bats. In particular, we talk about hitting a lot, but um, we want to find out if they're getting in there and getting their swings, especially this time of year. Um, you know, we're trying to create uh, aggressive habits and uh, find out what kind of pitches we can get to and where a good contact point would be for all the different locations and so forth. But um, my my biggest struggle with that is when they take a pitch 
if they hadn't even initiated or, or began a swing, they even if it was the best pitch they could have ever dreamed of, they wouldn't have a chance to get to it because they've waited so long. So, right. so I really try and encourage them to get in there and participate, get their cuts. And uh, if we take a couple crazy swings, big deal. Right. You know, big deal. We'll get the next one and get after it. Yeah. Well, there's a young player that I work with that's uh, struggling with this very thing right now in her, in her performance and um, there's a lot of different things that we've talked about and, and tried to work on to try to help her overcome this um, difficulty with pulling the trigger and um, to me there's two cardinal sins in our game. Number one is being so out of control that you swing at everything with no idea why you were doing it but even more sinful to my way of thinking is to not be prepared to hit when that pitcher throws you that cheeseburger that cheeseburger right over the heart of the plate and so um, I think that uh, for the players uh, in their approach you know one of the things that I don't know that they understand is you can be totally in control yet totally aggressive at the same time if you're training properly your body can be totally prepared to launch totally prepared to swing every pitch but be in control enough to choose the ones that you want to swing at and i think what happens with some players is they are so wrapped up in worrying about whether it's a strike whether it's the right pitch where it is at the plate whether it's inside or outside that they kind of freeze up and instead of getting a good aggressive hack at a marginal pitch they don't take any swing at all. Well, occasionally I think they're, you know, not wanting to disappoint mom or dad or coach and um, or look silly swinging at a bad pitch. But uh, the truth of it is, is, uh, you know, through experience, they're going to start learning soon enough, you know, during the pitch that uh, maybe it's not good enough and they'll be able to shut their swing off. And, you know, I'll, I'll ask them, I said, well, you know, as far as you know, right now, are you swinging at the first pitch that you see next week? And they look at me and they're like, well, no, not yet. I'm like, well, but when she throws it to you, are you going to be swinging? And the answer I'm looking for is yes. I'm swinging until something makes me decide to stop. So if they approach every every pitch that's thrown to them, like they're going to uh, do something amazing and they're going to get after it, they'll learn when to shut it off soon enough. They'll identify it, you know, at that halfway point and uh, be able to hold that swing off. But I, I told them, I said, a lot of times hitters will rotate even you know they'll load they'll rotate their back leg and at the last moment you know that last little portion of their swing is the only thing that's held off and uh, and they're like yeah i've seen that but when i when i look to them and i ask mom and dad you know when they take a pitch do they just turn their head and watch it go to the catcher or are they striding loading uh getting prepared and um you know every now and then mom and dad's eyes open up and they're like gosh that's what she does yeah you know and then the kid looks you know the student looks over to me and they're like oh yes that's what i did and uh you know so even when they take a pitch they need to be working on the timing you know needed for the next one and so forth right well one of the things i tell kids all the time is if you want to be a successful hitter um you have to approach every pitch like you expect to hit it yeah and so being a participant means participating on every pitch not just the pictures not just Okay, I'm going to edit a pitch. More ready. Yeah, yeah. more ready yeah. idea. Yeah. And so um, to, to help our players, I think it's important for them to understand that participating means participating every pitch that the pitcher throws. Now, whether you choose to hit it or not is part of your training and part of your the process that you're learning about becoming a higher level hitter. But you've got to be willing to prepare yourself to swing at every pitch you see and then as your training gets better and your skills develop you'll learn how to 
and when to attack certain pitches. You'll learn how to and when to, um, you know, to uh, pass, uh, let a ball pass through the zone and, and not take a swing at it. So it's important um, to my way of thinking for players to be participating on every pitch, to be preparing to hit on every pitch, and then making a choice. So, but the other thing that I hear all the time is um, players who will get so frustrated because they're out on strikes and they'll get called out on strike three and try to argue that, well, that pitch was low or that pitch was high or that pitch was inside or that pitch was outside. And the argument I'm having right now is if you hit the first good pitch you see, you don't have to worry about strike three. Point, right? if, if you miss the first good pitch you see, but you hit the second good pitch you see, you don't have to worry about strike three. And even then, if you've got two strikes, if you're aggressive and hitting the next good pitch you see, you're still not going to have to worry about a call third strike. And you've already taken some cuts, getting your timing, getting a little more prepared, right? Yeah, if, if you're only going to take one swing in an at-bat, that's going to greatly limit your opportunities. You know, the, the game was designed with the idea of swinging and missing involved, you know, so that you could learn from that and have a chance to hit the next pitch you see. And if we've only swung at that perfect juicy pitch right down the middle, that's the only one we're learning a good contact point or timing for. And, right. uh, you know, early in the season, especially if we're taking very aggressive approaches to our at-bats and we're learning um, you know where a good contact point is for low and away up and in down and in and so forth and uh, you know we can afford to do that but uh, I also encourage mom and dad to really uh, applaud aggression you know like hey way to go way to get after a way to be um, aggressive getting your cuts rather than turning their head down and it's like oh that was a bad swing uh, she she shouldn't be doing that um, but they're constantly looking for mom and dad's approval and uh, support that way and and there's nothing wrong with with uh, you know taking a few wild cuts and they're gonna have to especially in the beginning they're gonna have to take some some bad swings in order to let the good ones show through too right well and even if you strike out taking aggressive swings at marginal pitches even if you swing and miss at least you're still participating yeah, we're participating, yeah, right? Yeah. And and you are spectating. And and, and you are uh, really controlling the outcome instead of putting that uh, outcome in somebody else's hands. And uh you know the the last thing I had on this idea of participant versus spectator, um you know to me the ultimate participant is somebody who's taking the initiative, taking control and is making up their mind to be the person that determines what happens. Uh, that participant is the person who is willing to take a risk, take a shot at something and see something good happen. Um, I don't think you can really be, build success. They got to be willing to fail every now and then. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you're okay uh, with it. Yeah, if uh, if the idea of struggling with something of of if you if you can't be bad at something at the beginning, You'll never be great at it in the end, right? Because that means you're not really doing anything. Sure. So you know, hitting is a very hard skill, and everybody's going to have stretches where they are challenged to to hit the ball the way they want to and to have the success that they want to have. Um, but to my way of thinking, and I think Don and I, you know, we would both agree wholeheartedly on this: the best way to become a hitter and to be a great hitter is to get up there with an attitude that says, I expect to hit, I'm going to get my hacks, I'm going to be aggressive, and I'm going to hit the very first good pitch I see. And one of the things I've started working with a couple of my kids on is almost trying to change their mindset. You know, They go up there thinking that you know the pitcher's going to do this and the pitcher's going to do that, and it's like, sweetheart, you need to start thinking about what you're going to do to the pitch. Do it. 
think about what you're going to do to the pitcher. And I even have uh, one really sweet, almost uh, timid little girl that I work with that uh, is as sweet as sweet could be. And I worked with her the other day on walking out to the plate, looking at that pitcher with this look on your face like, sweetheart, I'm sorry your grandma and grandpa are here to see this because something bad's going to happen I'm, right I'm now. Com- I'm, I'm coming to get you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel bad after you know you have to you know explain to grandma and grandpa why that ball got hit into the trees or whatever it is. And so um, her it, eyes get big when you say that, right? Yeah, it's like, like, oh my, I could I'm never gonna, do that. It's like, well, that. You know, let's work on it a little bit. You, know, you don't have to be cocky. You don't have to be annoying, but you certainly need to believe in yourself too. So So softball players, you have a choice. You can let the game happen to you or you can happen to the game. You can react to the game or you can impact the game. I think impacting the game is a whole lot more fun. Absolutely. No, and I was going to also add to that, Tori, is that, uh, you know, I want for these young hitters to, to be the hitter that when they walk up to the plate, that everybody out on the field on the other side is saying, oh, gosh, not her again. Right. She gets after it. And, uh, you know, I can I can think back to the times when we were coaching in, in college there. And uh, you had players, Tori, that every time they came up, I was like, oh, gosh, not again. Right. Not not already. Right. You know, some of those kids uh, were, were pretty impressive and had had strong cuts that uh, that made you say that. So yeah. I want all, I want all of our kids to to be that way and to have that attitude that you're going to be the one that impacts the game. You're going to change the scoreboard. Every time you walk up to the plate, participate, do the work, get ready to hit. At the end of the day, we're only talking about a very short amount of time. It's not like you got to be up there grinding for hours. You know, a, a hole, it might be a couple of minutes, and, not, and everybody can work hard and participate for two minutes at a time. So, um, kids, change the game. That's your. That's our challenge to you. Stop watching it happen. Stop wishing something else had happened, and start making the things happen that you want to have happen on the game on on the field. So, Don, let's finish up with our coaching tip of the week. Kind of goes along with our topic. Something that we talked about earlier was whether we're going to be a spectator or a participant. Well, going along with that idea, here's something I want to challenge players to think about: Do you want to be right, or do you want to do right? And they're not the same thing. Here's one of the things I think some players face. They know what they think the strike zone is, so they don't want to swing at pitches that are outside of it. They think they know the rules, so they want to make sure that they're in charge. They think they understand the strategy of what should be happening, so they think they want to critique everything that happens out on the field. They want to be right all the time. I have a young player right now that's struggling with this very concept. I think she's a really sharp kid. I think she's a really smart softball player. I think she does know the strike zone very well. But she needs to understand, as all players do, that when you step into the batter's box, the only person whose opinion really matters is the umpires. And whether you think it's a strike or not doesn't mean anything in that situation. So hitters, when you step up to the plate, does that mean that you should swing at everything? Of course it doesn't mean that, but it means you need to adjust to what the umpire is calling. If they think the strike zone is a little bit higher than your dream pitch, guess what? That's a strike. If they think it's a little bit lower than your dream pitch or inside or outside, whatever it is, that's the strike zone that day. So you have a choice. You can be right, which means I'm not going to swing at anything unless it's a pitch I think is a strike. 
and let the umpire call strike three, and you can go back to the dugout and be right by yourself. You're sitting in the dugout being mad about striking out. Or you can do right, which is watch what's happening, pay attention to the umpire, get a feel for the zone, and when you go up to the plate, know the kinds of pitches you need to be prepared to hit today. I watch hitters all the time, and Don, I know this is true for you too, that hit almost everything you throw at them and hit it well. So why that same player would be afraid to swing at those same pitches on game day is a mystery that I don't think I'm ever going to understand. So players, do right. Don't worry about being right. So that wraps up this episode of Everything Fast Pitch, sponsored by Fast Pitch Prep. We had a show this week. Started off with our shout-out section where we talked about Kinley Johnson, who is our player of the week. Please take a second to get to know Kinley's story on Facebook, um, on our social media platforms, and on our website, which is fastpitchprep.com. You can also uh, make a donation for her at GoFundMe, um, and then go ahead and, uh, and share that information. We also got a couple of other great topics today where we talked about being a spectator or participant, and then we wrapped it up with my coaching tip of the week about do the right thing. We've got some other big things going on here at Fast Pitch Prep. We just launched our new website, which has information about all the different services and things that we offer for Fast Pitch Prep. If you check us out at uh, fastpitchprep.com, it will take you to the new Fast Pitch Prep website, and it's got a lot of great information, lead, uh, connections to our blogs, to our podcast, to our YouTube channel, and again, information about all the different services that we offer, lessons, clinics, mental game clinics, all those things. So check us out at uh, fastpitchprep.com, and also you can reach out to us at any time at fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Coach Don and I are always looking for topics, suggestions, or stories. If you would like to nominate a player for Player of the Week, please reach out to us and let us know about that player and her accomplishments. Or as in our case this week with Kinley, it might not even be that it's a great accomplishment on the field. It could just be that it's a great kid who's a softball player whose story deserves to be told. So uh, again, for Coach Don, this is Coach Tori and our producer Bo Ray saying thanks for listening to this episode of Everything Fast Pitch, sponsored by Fast Pitch Prep.